Frozen Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Hey guys, welcome back. It is Josiah. And as always, I am here with my bro in more ways than one. Go ahead and say your name. I don't have to introduce you. <laughs> you ever watch that episode of Scanners? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, my name's Austin Burker. I'm Josiah's older brother. Handsome too. Yeah, older and handsome. He does <laughs> all those beautiful things. So we're here back with Frozen Shows, the podcast where basically we came up with it because we constantly tell each other that, hey, you should check out this show or hey, you should check out this show. And we all just became very bad at actually watching the show. So now it's like, <laughs> hey, if you have an obligation to watch stuff, uh, you'll do it, right? And boom, thus it was created. Mm -hmm. um, and so this episode, episode two, I guess you could call it, um, we're going to begin the six episode hike through community. It's a show I recently, I'm going to be honest here. I found during quarantine, never watched it beforehand. And it was because Netflix released it at the start of quarantine. Hmm. And we can go ahead and talk about that in more opening, but Austin, since this was your first time viewing, you watched it because I asked you to. Um, well, I, I, I told you about it or whatever. Um, Austin, mm -hmm. your first thoughts about the show. All right. So usually like when you'll recommend a show, uh, if I'm interested in it, like before this whole podcast thing, I would just be like, okay, I kind of know what that show is. But when you said this show, uh, for podcast terms, I usually look something up. And uh, it had a very attractive, like, draw to the show. And the reasonings why is two things that I love. And that is Dan Harmon, which mm -hmm. I've realized that anything that Dan Harmon touches in a way, he does really good. And the Russo brothers. Uh, the Russo yeah. brothers did, like, you know, Civil War, Endgame, Infinity Wars, you know, Winter Soldier, which is my favorite Captain America mm -hmm. movie. And Dan Harmon did Rick and Morty. And I was like, okay, I'm okay with this. So <laughs> initially when I first started watching the show, I was like, okay, these are short episodes. But I got overwhelmed a little bit because like the first couple seasons, it's like 22 episodes. And it can overwhelm someone sometimes when you're like, okay, am I on like season three? And then you look and you're like, season one? <laughs> episode 22 you know like it's ridiculous you know yeah and so uh but like we were what i was saying is initially i started watching the show um the two people that i thought were going to be my favorite one of them turned out still my favorite and the second one i actually don't like that character as much well i will say this before you start going mm. into uh mm. favorite stuff ah sorry we're streaming uh just so everyone who may have who may be listening to it via io form whatnot we stream sunday nights uh 10 o'clock eastern standard time for this um so this is live 100 percent. and so i have a cat who likes to jump around and also has a dog so occasionally we may have to like stop or cut things uh for that matter but hey you do what you do um but before you go into that Austin, i want you to quickly break down season one like you don't have to sit there and introduce uh you should probably try to introduce at least the group 
and what's basically yeah. happening. You don't have to go through every episode because it's a long multiple yeah. episodes. Um, which is funny that you 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 admit that you're like, wow, there's a lot of episodes. But then <laughs> last week you're like, no, no, like season one, like they're only twenty minute episodes. We could do like two seasons, and now you're like, oh crap, there's twenty four episodes each season. You know why yeah. now? So go ahead, yeah. Austin, tell us basically the premise of it. Since this is your first time watching, you okay. don't have the rest of the seasons to kind of like tell you how to think or what to think. Go. Okay. So uh, there's a bunch of people that go to a community college and hence the name community. Um, and they're all different styles of, you know, personalities. Uh, the main one that they want you to think about is Jeff Winger, which is a lawyer that was practicing law and someone outed him at his law firm because he's not a real lawyer. Mm -hmm. So he decides that he has to go to college. So he goes to college to become a lawyer, which he picks this uh, school called Greendale Community College. Uh, he meets a variety of characters. Uh, if you see up on the screen off to your left here, there's like a bunch of people. I'm going to name off these people. So Jeff Winger is in the middle uh, next to the blonde haired chick, which is Britta, which he only starts going to certain classes because he wants to, you know, get with Britta. Uh, you're looking, uh, we'll start from the left. Abed is on the left, and then Senior Chang is uh, on the left here. Uh, and then. Played by go... Kevin Long, Wu Wong. Yeah. Wong. Which... Sorry, I always get his last name messed up. Yeah, which is po he's popular in like you know the the Hangover mm -hmm. was his big role. He's actually a doctor. Well, he 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 used to practice medicine before yeah. he became an actor. He was a doctor, and, and I'll go into that more once we start actually talking about the show or whatnot. Keep going. So we got, and then, we got Dr. Wong, uh, Albed. Let's go back to where Jeff was. Uh, so next to him is Shirley, and after that is Troy Barnes, which is my favorite. Uh, and then Pierce Hawthorne. Donald Glover. <laughs> Donald Glover, which Donald Glover. Uh, oh, my I've, goodness. Dude. I've known he... Donald Glover before Community, but this makes it even better. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, I've never saw him act before this. Really? Because I never saw Solo or like Atlanta or anything like that. I haven't seen any of that stuff. And well, so, so like... my only knowledge of him acting was the Spider-Man Homecoming movie where he's in it for like five minutes or whatever. Oh, that's okay. it. So like he he played an ultimate Spider-Man. He was the ultimate Spider-Man. He was Miles Morales. Uh, he did the voice acting for that. Really? And that's how. Yeah, that's how I knew about Donald Glover. And then Donald oh. Glover started a rap career called Child Bambino, yes. Childish Bambino. And he does uh, music like Redbone, which is one of my favorite songs from him. And he did a song which got poultry, you know, completely blew up and imploded. And that was, uh, this is America yeah, because yeah. of everything that's going on in America. I knew um, about his music career because my old roommate, you know him, you're friends with him, uh, Paris. He introduced mm -hmm. me to him because he really liked the song Freaks and Geeks. Oh, and yeah. I listened to it and I was like, yo, this is great. He's like, yeah, dude, this guy is like, he, he talks like nerdy stuff, but he's like a great artist. Never knew him outside of that. And so oh, yeah. for 100% of the time, I thought he was just a rapper. And then I see him in this, I'm like, oh, he's a rapper slash this guy. I'm going to be honest here, right? I, I like him. Do you know George, uh, George uh, not George Kai, Um. Oh, crud. What's the, there? there's, there's a, I can't remember if he's, I believe he's Japanese. He's a Japanese um, 
uh, I, I want to say Servant. <laughs> He's just amazing because he does everything. He did movie acting uh, songs. Um, Takeshi. His name's Takeshi. He made a video game as well. And you may know that because JonTron did it. Takeshi's oh, Challenge. Takashi's Challenge. Takashi's Challenge. Yeah. Donald Glover's like the US's version of Takeshi. I never thought of that, but you. And I'm like, because he, he's just great at everything I watch with him. Uh, yeah. Like, I watch him, I listen to him, and you, he voice acts too. Like, I didn't know any of this stuff. That's awesome. Like, yeah. See, a lot of people also don't see that they're they're setting Donald Glover up to star in the Spider Man movies. Mm -hmm. Um, because he, you know, when he gets like webbed to the trunk, he says, um, yeah, he says, uh, oh, I'm cool with you being in this neighborhood. My cousin is in a bad neighborhood and I don't like that either. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, that's alluding to Miles Morales. Uh, so if you don't know, spoilers for people that don't know Spider-Man arc, but uh, the Prowler is mm -hmm. one of the main villains for uh, Miles Morales' Spider-Man when he comes to find out that his uncle Aaron is the Prowler. Yeah. And Donald Glover is the Prowler. He's okay, okay. Uncle Aaron. So supposedly he's going to be set up as the Prowler. Okay. Um, I'm okay with that. Be awesome. I, which I, you probably, if yeah. you saw Spider Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, yeah, you yeah. saw the Prowler. Yeah, because he so, was the main antagonist, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Outside and also, of the other one. Yeah. He was the second main antagonist in the Miles Morales game. Uh, so I'm super mm -hmm. excited for Donald Glover to be in Spider Man now. Um, yeah. And uh, let's go back. So, yeah, so yeah. Chevy Chase is Pierce Hawthorne, yeah. owner of Hawthorne Wipes, and one of the characters I thought was going to be good, and I ended up not liking him as much. Yeah. Uh, he does have some I, things that like I have problems with. Um, oh yeah. And yeah. then you have then you have Annie, the innocent, crazy pill popping Annie. <laughs> not anymore, dude. Oh, not anymore. Not anymore. She's clean. That's right. She's clean. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Lil Annie Adderall is what she was known back That's in high school when she was addicted to Adderall and then she got clean. Yeah, so community college. What's cool is Troy and Anna know each other because they went to the same high school. Mm, well, so, know each other. Yeah, 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 they went to the same high school. Yeah, because Troy was like a football player that lost his scholarship because he hurt himself. Mm -hmm. So he decided to go to community college. Annie just went because Annie. <laughs> because well, of the, the well, so the the one thing is right there is a scene uh in the very first episode with the dean played by mm -hmm. jim rash who mm -hmm. he's like doing like a little hurrah speech for everyone and i think it sums up what community is very nicely because he's like i know you've all heard that the only people who go community jo uh, uh community schools are uh, dropouts uh, old people who are looking to cover themselves before uh, dementia starts setting in, which was people who became addicted, uh, people who are addicting, people who've messed up in their life, um, ex-athletes who can't do anything with their life, and complete like he basically names off everything that the cast is, and then he goes, turns the card over, and he's like, but get out there and enjoy yourself, and everyone looks like, what the heck type of speech was that? And then he's like, oh, crap, there's there's more to this. I lost a card. Where's the card at? And so he basically gives this internal speech saying, hey, community college is more than just this stuff, but enjoy yourself. And it just it, it's so great of a kind of introduction 
to basically the cast and and the crew and it is an episodic show so it kind of mm-hmm. everything moves along and everything about the end it kind of resets to itself of next day that deal thing so yeah awesome nice mm-hmm. nice cover up i i appreciate that mm-hmm. um so let's start talking about the season one itself this is a startup so it had a little bit of a rough run because it was um on the tv slot i believe the same time as the office or maybe it was right after the office it's one of those two um and so it it flew under a lot of people's radar because a lot of people would jump on to watch office and then jump off and this one would just fly by with barely enough ratings to keep itself afloat for a lot of the party Mm. and so that's one of the reasons why you don't hear about it very often until recently because everyone it was just overshadowed by the office yeah um until covid happens it gets placed on netflix and it got reintroduced and then also at the same time, uh, Kevin, the guy who plays uh, Senior Chang, mm-hmm. and McHale, um, oh, I can't even think of his name. The guy who plays Jeff Winger. Both got together. Oh, John McHale. John McHale, thank you. Uh, got together and they're like, hey, yeah. let's start a podcast together. And so they started a podcast called The Darkest Timeline, which is a reference to a... Um, I just watched that episode. <laughs> it's it's a reference to an episode later in the series, which I absolutely love. It's one of my favorite episodes. I'd probably label it as oh. my favorite episode, but we won't we won't talk about that now. Um, and basically, what they did is John or Kevin was a doctor before he became an actor, so his wife is also a, a, a practicing doctor, and he basically they did a podcast where they just talked about community. And then also talked about the COVID-19 and stuff that was going on and his approach and his thought process on doctor's thought process. And it was amazing. They got like a bunch of guests. They had people from the show constantly showing. Um, and they did a reread of an episode. And you're not up to this episode, so I tell you not to do it. But they did a reread for like, um, what do you want to call, uh, fundraising money. And they had special guests. And it was Pedro from Mandalorian. Oh. And he never saw the episode. He just had to read. And he breaks in the middle of the uh, the, the screening because <laughs> he cannot contain his laughter. And oh, it's amazing. Man. Once you get to the episode, you'll know it. Um, but I recommend that because they even get, like, Donald Glover to come back and everything. And oh, okay. They're, oh, the atmosphere, dude, you can tell all these people are friends. They love each other. And apparently after Community, they all still have, like, a group chat that they all talk and hang out with. So mm-hmm. that, the, the, the joke of that, not even a joke, but at the end of the first episode, Jeff Winger basically tells him, it's like, no, we are different now. We are a community. So the whole concept now is that it's like we are all part of each other it kind of transcended the show and actually became embedded in them. So I, that that's an interesting thing for me. That's how I was kind of brought into it because it became a show I watched when I got home and it became something I listened to at work. Uh, thanks to the darkest timeline. So, all right, Austin, <sighs> after that long winded speech <laughs> on my end, I just, it was information. It, it's really cool. And mm. I believe this was Kevin, first or senior chan's first like breakout role 
And I think it was in the middle of the filming of this that he got his role in um, the Hangover movies because of it. So I, I think it's pretty good. So let, also, let's talk about maybe we can talk about characters if you want. We can talk about episodes. But just tell me, also, what are some of your faves of Community Season 1? And hopefully okay. ev- everyone else got to watch Season 1. Uh, I'd have to say this. Uh, what's great about season one is um, how they develop characters in this show is interesting and unique to other shows that I've never watched before. And, uh, well, like shows that I've watched before, never watched, watched before. So, you know, most characters like in shows, they have like all this dialogue and it drives them to be different and it builds a character arc this one is like you kind of know how these people are going to react but then something happens that this person's been doing for a long time and someone brings it up and says this is a problem like you know and you're like oh i thought that was just a normal thing and then it goes on to this other story uh like i said before it's really hard to find a problem with this show because every time it's served its purpose as one I wasn't bored of it. And two, I laughed really hard at some things, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and some of my favorite episodes of season one is, oh my gosh, they're just so good. Like I seriously will go back and watch the show like repeatedly. It's like one of those shows uh, like Futurama. I love Futurama. I like the Simpsons and I constantly have it on the background when I'm like playing cards or anything like that. Or if I'm doing homework, it's just good backup stuff. But then before you know it, um, so here, here's a funny story. Let me let me explain it this way. So my dog, Ralph, uh, before I used to go to work, I would leave and I'd drive 45 minutes. Uh, I'd just accept a new job on Wednesday, on Wednesday so I don't have to leave so quick. Mm-hmm. But when I do leave, I leave the TV on. So usually I put on just a show that I've already watched because, you know, I'm like, eh, you know, I don't want to put something on I've never watched. So then... I don't get caught in watching it. That's my whole thinking. <laughs> so I'll put Futurama on. And then before I know it, I'm watching Futurama for like the seventh time, you yeah. know, because I'm coming home and it turned in. Ralph doesn't get to watch a show. I get to watch a show now. Mm-hmm. And then he'll sit down on the couch and watch it with me. Um, same way with the Simpsons. And I think community is going to be that way because how I feel, how funny it is is even when I think that I I got all the jokes, I miss something or something ages really well. And like, I go back to it and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's pretty funny. Um, But I have to say the characters that I love in the show, uh, Senior Chang is season one's like highlight. Mm -hmm. He is the funniest thing. He's became GIFs now. Uh, You probably seen the GIF where it's like, gay you know you've seen that one everyone's been using that one or or even whenever he finds a piece of cheap paper he's looking he's like why is this why is this (laughs) yeah because there's an episode where the person that uh decides to cheat in a so senior chang is a spanish teacher tutor slash teacher and Mm -hmm. he doesn't really teach the class spanish so it's kind of hard for them he, he teaches the class spanish but he's like that Spanish teacher that, like, the more you, like, go to his class, you're like, nothing's sticking. I don't <laughs> know what this guy is doing. Which is funny, because in the beginning of the series, they kind of play him straight as, like, I do some quirky stuff, but I actually am knowledgeable. 
And then slowly as the season progresses, you just start realizing, like, this dude's freaking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Because I'll never forget, like, some of the best moments of season one is with Senior Chang. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially the little little piece of note paper that Britta um, actually, you know, cheats with. Mm -hmm. I think that was funny. But I think the best one is when Jeff and Pierce decide to do their little... um, project together yeah (laughs) and they try to make it so elaborate and he's like whatever and jeff just accepts it and it gets out of control to a point where there's like silly string they talk about the civil war and the spanish war yeah yeah there's references you don't you don't actually you don't actually like hear any of it the the game the the show does a great thing about like showing not telling it's like a montage yeah it's a montage of them like dancing with maracas and you just see everyone kind of like looking like confused and then it cuts over to abed abed which is my favorite character and he's just sitting there nodding like understandably (laughs) and then it (laughs) ends and they're huffing and puffing and senior chair just looks at them and is like that was by far the worst thing i've ever seen you did not even include any of the words that you need to get a passing grade and you did something that was incredibly, insanely, like, anti-Semitic, racist. Like, he starts naming all these evil things. And he's like, you all fail. F. <laughs> Double F. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, that makes that. complete sense. What what makes it is even the stale humor that Dan Harmon and the Russos and all of them have written in. Because uh, the end of that part where, like, he quits and they're all waiting for their grade they're holding sparklers and the mm-hmm. sparklers are just like burning down. <laughs> I just laugh because he's just sitting there like F F double F. Yep. You know, <laughs> you know? it's oh, sparkler. <laughs> Senior Chang just is so ridiculous. He also gets to a point where, um, you know, there, there's an episode where, um, Oh, he, he's trying to get his wife back. Cause his wife yes. is just, yeah, his wife is just uh, out of con. You know, she doesn't like him and stuff like that. And uh, you know, and there's an episode where like Jeff and them are trying to pass, and he tries to convince them, "Hey, you know, uh, why don't you be friends with Chang?" And he's just mentally unstable and crazy. And that's well, the best part. The the so they basically get like a lot of homework that they have to do in Spanish. Like you have to translate this mm. book in Spanish or something like that. It's like a whole essay in Spanish. <laughs> Stupid. And they're like, this isn't right, blah, blah, blah. And the group decides, hey, Jeff, you should go tell him to make it easy. <gasps> and so Jeff goes to Chang's place and Chang's just like, I'm falling apart from the inside. I love this woman, but she doesn't love me, blah, blah, blah. And Jeff starts hanging out with him. And he's like, hey, you know what? Yeah, you're right. That's too much homework you don't have to do it everyone Ooh, else yeah. they still have to and so jeff is like i'm cool with that that's all i really care about because he's selfish jeff winger and mm-hmm. and and so like the whole episode goes on the group gets mad at jeff that they won't do it but the best part of that is when you find out that the reason why senior chang and his wife got together was because senior chang is a magnificent salsa dancer and she fell in love with his dancing and he lost his passion after they like were living for so long. And so Jeff gets Senior Chang and his wife to come back together and they play like mar- mariachi. They, they play like some type of like salsa dancing music. And they go at each other. And it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin and Senior Chang 
Kevin, uh, Kevin slash uh, Senior Chang dancing with this woman so passionately with such crazy expressions on his face. I die every time, dude. This guy is a marvel. He's magnificent. I love him. So <sighs> with that with that being said, uh, so the two best characters that I like so far is Abed and, and Troy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're great together, and they're actually, like, really good friends. Like, in the show, their arc, they become really good friends. Yeah. And um, there's an episode where Abed, and w- this is funny. So Abed is in my favorite episode. His main focus is in this episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, this episode is called, uh, let me just pull up exactly what it's named here. I, It's it's long. Just, just tell me. Contemporary American, American poultry. poultry. Mm-mm. So, I love that episode too, mate. So this is my favorite episode of season one. And the reason why it has to be my favorite episode is it's a complete knockoff of one of my favorite films of all time. And it is Goodfellows. Yeah. Um, and if you've never watched Goodfellows, like one of the best lines from Goodfellows is at the beginning where uh, they're showing like Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro stabbing this dude in the back of his trunk. And he's like, ever since I was young, I always wanted to be a gangster. And what's cool is they have that same dialogue. So, so the episode consists of uh, there's a shortage of chicken strips in the cafeteria. So <laughs> this they come is, up this, with a plan. This explains like how great the writing is, in my opinion. Yeah. When they can take something as serious as that and then turn it into something that makes sense in the community college scene. Yeah. Oh, keep going. Yeah. Sorry. So, so then what happens is they decide, why don't we get Abed, which you come to find out that Abed, uh, is dad, is a, uh, a restaurant owner of some type mm-hmm. of Indian food. I forget what it's called. Yep. And he decides, oh, Abed's the best chef, so we should get him to get the job. So Starburns is actually the, the chicken chef at the time. So it, Starburst is another character, which is really weird. I don't like that one. He's kind of kooky, but there, later on the season, it gets better. Like in the seasons, I think Starburns is better. But uh, they pretty much like set him up. He fails and he, you know, gets fired, mm-hmm. which is the same thing that happens in Goodfellows where Johnny gets uh, sets up another character so this character can get a better job so that they can have inside trading with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty much called like inside trading. So what happens is they put Abed in there and the best part is when they go, they're like, yeah, it was so good that we had this plan together that Abed was going to get this position. So Abed went and got his interview. And right after we sent Troy in, <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, we sent man. Troy into like goofy you know, to look bad as an opportunity. And so <laughs> there was a part where Troy, oh, hey, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Troy actually <laughs> is like dressed up and he has like this gold helmet on, this gold plate on. And you're like, what yeah. the heck is Because their whole thought process is like, we couldn't just let Albed be the only consistent. We had to have someone to just magnify how good Albed was. And so you just cuts to Troy having an interview and he's just sitting there and being like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, just super stone face. Oh, dude, amazing. It was great. Uh, <sighs> so then it gets to a point where, like, you know, they're they're getting all these chicken strips, and then it escalates into more Goodfellowsness. So, like, the the whole premise of Goodfellows is like this this gangster. 
that rises to power, but he abuses his power and abuses what he gets. And so the people that are his friends start abusing the mob and then the mob realizes and tries to correct him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's like, okay. That's part of the stuff that like, and, and like, just to quickly sum it up and basically exactly what you said happens. The people in community start abusing uh, the chicken strips and everything like that. And then Abed tells him, it's like, look, you guys all rely on me. If I'm not here, you guys don't get anything, blah, 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 blah. And it's, it's a very well put together episode. And it's one of my favorites because of the style that they went with. Mm -hmm. And it just, it was such a funny premise. It's just like I think chicken I think strips, it will man. be I think it will be better too. I don't think you've ever watched Goodfellas. Mm -hmm. Maybe like sometime since like soon, you know, we'll be getting back together. Uh, we could watch Goodfellas, and then you would actually be like, "Oh, this is kind of funny," because you might find jokes that they did say, you know, in the show that, yeah, that you didn't get didn't because get. of Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so one of those things has happened where we have to. I have to jump away from the computer. My dog needs to go outside. Your dog so, needs to go outside. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and keep talking and yeah, I'll be back I will, in like a minute. So I will go. I'm I'm going to move on to one of my favorite um, episodes as well. So uh, one of the things about community is that a lot of the episodes that kind of present itself um, have the tendency to focus on one or two characters a lot of the time. Um. Some of the best episodes, in my opinion, happen midway or at the end of the series. Um, one of the other characters that is mentioned in one of the episodes is Duncan. He's like the friend. He is a um, other professor played by John Oliver, which you may know from like the late show with John Oliver or whatnot, or whatever the show is called with John Oliver. Um, he is like a British teacher who is best friends with Jeff Winger, and he constantly gets in the antics all the way. I'm going to find the episode introduction. No, no. Where is it? Where is it? There's one of these and I can't find it. So I'm just going to call it. Mm, I can't really. I know it's, I, I believe it's season one. Oh, nope. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm just, I'm trying to find episode don't know where it's at i hope it's i'm very positive it's season one but i could be wrong yes okay yeah it's uh season episode four season one psychology of social psychology and duncan is this teacher who's like a psych psychology person and annie asks hey can we be part of can i join you on your next um test which is called the duncan principle um, so Annie recruits Troy and Abed to enter in for this, uh, experiment. And the experiment is essentially like basically to prolong people being around so much that they basically snap. And this is the first situation where Troy's secret character, um, like character thing gets presented and it's that Troy likes butt stuff. <laughs> Cause there's a single thing where it's just like, anyone want to be in psych experiment? You'll get paid $80. And he's like, will they do stuff to your butt? No. no. It's like, will you get paid more if they do stuff to your butt? No. Whatever. I'm in. 
And so like that's that's a joke. And then Abed's like, oh, I wasn't, I don't really want to because I'm going to go watch the Indiana Jones movie. And she's just like, yeah, you know, like we're friends, right? That's why you would do it. And he's like, okay, yeah, sure. And the whole premise is them waiting, watching these people break. And one of the people who's in the place first is Senior Chang. It's like, what? A teacher can't, a community college teacher can't need 80 bucks? Leave me alone. She's like, okay, we'll just be five minutes. And Senior Chang instantly breaks and starts throwing the tantrum. He's like, no, you said bueno, not event. <laughs> and he just starts crawling off. And it's like, ladies and gentlemen, we have our first idiot and oh, that's the whole episode but the thing is is that people start falling and dropping from this experiment meanwhile albed is just super just chill just hanging out and it goes 26 hours and duncan become like dunking snaps because he's like he's ruined my thesis kick him out blah 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 and annie and duncan are just super mad albed it's just like what is wrong with you why did you do it now but it's like we because we're friends like you asked me to do it, we're friends. And Annie realizes that she's being hard because she was also in the same position as Duncan. And I love that episode because when Troy breaks, he gets on his knees. He's just like, I was here for you. I was here for you. He just starts crawling. He just starts like crawling away. And then off, like off screen, it must've been in like uh, improv or whatever. You just hear me like, why is there so much dust? <laughs> and and John Offer is hilarious. I find most of the episodes he's in, I find, like, I love it. Absolutely love him. Um, and this was kind of like a big introduction uh, introduction to him and his character. And I think uh, that was great. Um, before you kind of got, got him in the form of others, but not in this manner where he kind of took center stage to that degree. So that's one of my favorite episodes of season one. Austin, you are not back. You come back. Hopefully, you and um, Rafi are good for a yeah. while. So, Austin, yeah. What else? Is there anything else that you know? We talked about a favorite episode or so. Is there anything that like you kind of look at or I don't know? Um. Well, I was going to say, there. The, the, what's really hard is to find the problems in these shows. Like, because the thing is, is every episode that I've usually watched, I just, it, it's so good. Like, I still want to keep watching it. Um, you know, like, the show is so good, like, to a point where, like, now it's all I do. I come home, I watch about three episodes, I go to bed. I come home, I watch three episodes, I go to bed. Like, I've revolved around watching the show. The show, after the first three episodes, I became hooked. Like, I like this show a lot. And it hasn't gotten to a point where I was like, oh, okay, I'm out of control. Um, you know, where I'm, like, binge-watching it. But I think it's because I'm slowly doing it because I don't want it to end. And I like I like shows like this because I laugh and I laugh and I laugh. And, um, you know, there, there's some really good episodes in season one. Uh, one of the other episodes we talked about was when, um, oh, uh, there's a special guest in season one, and it's uh, an episode called Investigative Journalism, mm -hmm. and it shows up, and they're like, whoa, can I be part of the study group? And it's uh, a guy named Buddy, and uh, it's uh, 
the the actor is Jack Black. He what? inserts himself in the ja steady group. Jack Black's in the show too. <laughs> Which I'll tell you guys this. Uh, it's spoiling a little bit here, but not too spoiling. Okay, no, no. <laughs> if if it's about season one, don't like the whole concept of the show is like everyone watch season one, then listens to the episode. Or they they listen to the last episode and they they know how to do it. If you're doing something outside of season one, don't you dare open your mouth, boy. <laughs> no, I was gonna say like this this isn't the first ever special guest. Like oh, there yeah, is yeah, yeah. tons of them and they're riddled throughout the whole series that I've what I've been want what I've gotten to. And there's yeah. some really good ones that I really love. Uh, but Jack Black was on there, and he tries to insert himself into the episode and he's like i want to be part of you guys' study group and you guys are cool and they're like yeah and the whole time they're like we're not going to bring him in we're not going to bring him in and then at the end at the end of the time they're like they're like you know what you can be part of our study group and he's like yeah and then owen wilson shows up mm -hmm. at the end and it's the other study group leader he's like you know what we've been thinking a lot buddy we want you to be in our cool group and he's like yeah and he's like the cool group <laughs> and he's like yeah they're the coolest group around you guys were like my number two and then like walk away and like yeah. jack black and owen wilson like go off and i was like i didn't expect owen wilson to be in that episode he just shows up for like five seconds says that buddy wants to be part of the group then he leaves that's the um, that's the one thing i will point out about community because like at this point right dan Harmon has already been multiple things Mm -hmm. um he has a bunch of friends and then some of the uh cast members already had friends at this current point and since they were filming so here here's a fun fact this is actually i found out through the darkest timeline information their uh they're like um big stuff or whatever sorry i just wanted to keep looping that so that way people will see it um their big thing about the show was that they were basically filming four or five episodes at a single moment. And they were basically told to kind of like, get up, go, you're doing this scene, do it, blah, blah, blah. And anytime that special guests were also filming on the same lot and who was friends, they would just stop by and be like, hey, what can I jump in and do? And they're like, hey, you want to do this quick scene where you just walk in, you say this and you react that way? Like, yeah, sure. And that's why you see a lot of times where there are uh, people and references who are just like, that's a big time actor. Why the heck did he just have a walk on role to like look at everything, be like, whoa, that's crazy, and then leave? What the heck? It, it was a, it's a great thing, in my opinion. I'm like, that allows you to, you, you get to kind of watch and you get to see like little jokes, little references, or so on and so forth at different points. Yeah, like, there's a lot of culture references mm -hmm. in this in this show. Like, there's multiple times where Abbott's just like, yeah, it's like Rambo, first blood. And then there was second blood. And then there was third blood, but third blood should have been second blood. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, you know, and, you know, some people, like, watch Mojo and a lot of these, like, top ten shows. They always put the paintball episode in the episode. So every season that i've seen yeah. so far except for the one i'm on because i just started uh there's a paintball episode and mm -hmm. it's really good it's still really good and um you know the the paintball episode's great because it starts off where um you know jeff is you find out that jeff's been living in his car 
So he decides, you know what, you guys, I can't wait around for the dean to make the announcement. I'm going to take a nap in my car. Someone wake me up in an hour. And then he wakes up and like the whole school's like ransacked and everything. And then there's like paintball over and they're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? It's like, oh, the dean announced what it was. And it's like, what, what was it? He's like, oh, you can pick your own classes. Yeah, it's, pri win. it's priority classes where mm -hmm. you get to pick first above everyone else. And I don't actually think it was uh, he took a nap. I think he got like knocked out or something like that. No, he took a nap. He decided to take a nap. It, what, was it take a nap? Okay. Yeah, he, he decided to go out to his car and take a nap because he he didn't have any other classes that day. Um, but what's cool about this is there is so many references, like culture references, and I picked mm -hmm. out a lot of them. And uh, one was, of course, Battle Royale, the Japanese film. Yeah. Um, that is a reference. Uh, the Warriors. Yeah. There's a part where he's like, come out and play study group. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, there's the Warriors. Um, the other thing, the one that I love the most was when the Dean's like, oh my gosh, they're going to win. It, it, I made this up. It, it, they can't do this. We can't do this. And he's like, well. It's not even that he made it up. He found yeah. out that priority listing is like illegal because it's yeah. uh, um it essentially puts certain people at a higher uh, priority list than others. And that's illegal for like colleges to do. And so yeah. he's like, I messed up. Apparently you can't do this. And so he basically tries to like fall back and be like, oh, I, you don't actually get this. And it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. So there's a part where like uh, Senior Chang's like, let me in the game. Just let me in the game. You know, and he's like, uh, uh, how? And he's like, just enroll me in like a, a, a study, like some type of you know like throwaway class or something. throwaway class and he's like okay you're part of this and he walks in and i got the reference right away when he shows up in a suit mm -hmm. and it's scarface it's a reference to scarface <laughs> he walks in he's like hello you know and starts shooting <laughs> automatic paintball and i die because at the end you know it's like you know he's shot he's down he's the only one left and like you know brie britta is like dead and jeff wants to win and like he's like, you think that you won? <laughs> he does like that coffee yeah, thing. Yeah, he, he, he laughs. <laughs> he pulled his shirt open. And he's got like this paintball bomb device, and he's like, I'm going out with the bank. He, he, he just he just opens it. It's clicking. And he's just like, ha, 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 and then they and do the whole. They, they do the whole like jumping. Uh, slow mo. Because like, the uh, other reference that I mean, you probably obviously knew this. But like Jeff Winger's transformation at the end was supposed to resemble that of Die Hard. Yeah. Which is why yeah, he's yeah. in like the uh um whatever it's called, the 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 uh tank top and, and all that good stuff. And he's mm -hmm. like bleeding and everything. It's oh it's the paintball episodes are always references, a really mm -hmm. good episode. The first one was always people's favorite because it came out of nowhere. No one was expecting it. And then after season two, people started expecting it because it's a reoccurring thing uh through the series. But each one is so interesting and different that I actually, I still like them, even though they kind of do that. Why, why I bring up this episode, mm -hmm. because Jeff actually refers to, uh, so there's there's a group that actually roller skates yeah, yeah, when they yeah. get a fight, and Jeff references Disco Stew from The Simpsons. So Disco Stew 
is this disco guy and he's like ooh disco stew going downtown <laughs> so um when he's like all right you need to calm down disco stew i was like all right this show is just getting better every time they reference something that i love i'm okay with it and because you know you grew up with me and you understand that i reference a lot of movies <laughs> and i reference mm-hmm. a lot of things and that's why it hits a little home with Abed and me, because I'm like, uh, this is starting to be a little creepy. Yeah. It's like, he's kind of like how I am in a way. Not as extreme, though. He's pretty extreme as a character, but I reference a lot of movies because it's something that I think it's like one of those mechanisms I have where I just, it helps with my anxiety, I think, or meeting new people. Like, I just have a reference thing. So, like, I, yeah. I know like a lot of stuff uh, like that. But what what I do what I do appreciate about most of these episodes is there's culture, you know, there's references that I know and I love. So, you know, going forward, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, like the Beastmaster. That's funny. Him being Batman. That's hilarious. You know, that the episode of the Toga Party is from Animal House, you know, stuff like that. And it's just hilarious. I love the references that they use multiple times. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't get over how much I really love this show. This show is phenomenal. And if you haven't watched the first season, you need to. And especially at the end of every episode, there is a Troy and Abbott special usually. Yes. There's, there's one where they try to shove like pencils in their mouth. <laughs> it's, it's like it's, well well what's funny is that it's it's shown in a way like it just cuts to Troy looks like he's sleeping with a bunch of pencils in his mouth, and Abed yeah. continues to put one in his mouth and then finally goes and like pulls him out. And he's like, how many did I get? 36. Okay, my turn. And he jumps over and starts like do it. And you realize, cause cause the whole joke is supposed to be like when someone sleeps, you put pencils in their mouth and see how far they get. But instead it's just two guys who are just like, let's see how many pencils we can shove in our mouth. I'd have to say uh, that one's one of my favorites from season one. Mm-hmm. And the other one where uh they're sitting down at the couch and they're looking at this glass. Yeah. And these people are like walking by. And he's like, "Oh, look at me! I'm Jeff Winger. I failed out of college. Blah blah blah. I'm not a successful lawyer." He, they like, they do it to like a bunch of other people. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then he turns and he's like, "We can hear you through the glass." And then <laughs> everyone else that they were joking at stops and looks up at them. And then Troy just looks at him and he's like, "Pretend like you're sleeping. Pretend like you're pretend like you're sleeping." They're oh, like man. kids in adults' bodies, and that's why I love them. I will say my favorite Troy and Abed uh, Ender is the, uh, at least in season one, is the uh, rap, the Spanish rap. And that's a very famous oh, one. Oh, yeah. Because they, they, anytime they go to like events together, they, they get asked to do it because they still naturally remember it. And mm. it, it's, uh, it's, it's bomb. But like when you read the lyrics, none of it. <laughs> oh, none of no. it makes sense. Oh, it's so good. I also I think oh, season one shows the episode where uh, the interpreted dance episode's really good too, because you come to find out that like Troy's no, afraid. That's of actually not in this episode, I believe. I believe that's oh, no, season it two. Is. No, no, it is. Interpretive dance. Interpretive it's dance. Uh, season fourteen. It's episode yes? fourteen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yep, yep. I just so, I just clicked on it, yeah. Huh. That was actually that's one of my favorite ones too, because <laughs> <laughs> just because like Donald Glover is embarrassed 
And it's like one of those normal season like shows you've seen, like that that episode where you know like someone's embarrassed to you know know that his friends know that he's good at dancing. And then at the end, you know, of course, he redeems himself by dancing and stuff like that. Um, but <laughs> um, oh shoot, what was I gonna say? Oh, oh, I really want I really want to talk about this one though. This is okay. this will probably be our last for like favorite stuff. Mm-hmm. We could talk more about characters or whatever and then I want to kind of dive into some of the things that maybe we personally didn't vibe with or think that they didn't do as well. Mm-hmm. Um I really wanted to talk about Debate 101, which is the episode <laughs> where they convinced Jeff Winger to join the debate club. Now, Jeff mm-hmm. was a lawyer, so they're like, "Oh, this will be easy for you." Um, and Albed at this time, right? He he's been introduced to filming, like that's what he wants to do. He wants to film, so he keeps putting out these movies or TV show shorts of essentially what the group is going through. And I forget who it is who pointed it out. Uh, I think it was Annie, or maybe it was Troy, who's like, "Look, Albed posted this," and then it's like, "Oh, that just happened to us last week." Hey, it's straight up us. And it's like, no, that may have happened last week. Albed posted this two weeks ago. And everyone's just like, what? Yeah. And it's like, guys, this this episode was posted last week. And it's them doing the exact same thing. Like, Abed, are you? And then Shirley just yells, he's a shaman. <laughs> or he's a witch or something like that. And it, it just, it made me laugh so hard. Because it's like, that is, Abed yeah, is constantly meta. Like, in his talking expense. That episode has one of my favorite quotes of Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. And I actually put it on the stream of was on uh, Friday and it was, um, you know, he predicted that, you know, they were going to have this fight, Britta and Donald, like this little thing. And Donald's going to cry like, well, uh, mm-hmm. Troy is going to cry. And he's like, you said my feet were small and weird and smelled. You cannot bring that bell. And, like, walks away. and I was like, what the heck is going on? Oh my god! It's just that little snip quote that I had to pause and like laugh for a minute. I was just like, okay, this is really good. It was perfect timing on that end. Um, you know, in the de- the debate episode, I forgot about that, but I loved it because you know, uh, Jeff shows up, doesn't study or anything about the debate, and <laughs> he's got his hands full. And then at the end, the guy gets so desperate from his wheelchair he just like throws himself he, at he, jeff it, it's not even jeff about like a him. desperation thing it's just that i know how to do this and yeah he throws himself at jeff jeff catches me he's like he caught me because like man is naturally good man is i, I will i will like the reason why i point this out right is because <laughs> as austin does with like movies and whatnot and tv shows i also quote tv shows a lot and so anytime i'm at work and someone does something right or correct, I will legitly like look at everyone and be like, man is good. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love the part because this is where it opens up the dialogue for Annie and Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Because Annie, and, you know, and Annie's like, oh man, we just lost the debate. And she's just like, no, we didn't. And she just grabs Jeff. He drops the guy <laughs> and starts making out with Annie. And I was like, yeah, because okay. she she so basically good. sees that everyone's like, wow, he did it. He it showed that man's good. And she kisses Jeff. Jeff drops her and turns and starts making out with her. And he's like, I kissed him. It made him interested. And he dropped him. Man is evil. And everyone's just like, 
Oh. <laughs> oh, it was. It, I I love the episode. It's such a great episode. And the one thing, the one thing I will give this show positiveness on, right? I, I say the one thing. This is a big thing for me personally. The um, I want to say relationship between everyone is very natural, in my opinion. Like, there's not just Troy and Abed become instantly that. It, they legitly start hanging out together because they get paired together in a Spanish thing. And then they just started hanging out. And then they start making more nerdier stuff. And, and they just become friends. And then by, like, episode eight or whatever, when they're doing crazy weird stuff, you're just like, yeah, that's them. That's just yep, how they are. Normal. Yep. I, I, in my opinion, I'm like, it's much better than, like, the Friends. Like, people constantly point to Friends as, like, a great TV show. It's not like... Um, Joey and Chandler where they've just been friends you get introduced to them as friends they're always together you get to see these two build the friendship and I'm like mm -hmm. that's why I like about community because everyone doesn't know each other and then they come together and I think that's why I like Abed and Troy more because I got to see their friendship begin and I, anytime they do weird or funny stuff I'm just like yeah that's the type of friendship I have with a lot of my friends back home just yeah. crazy dumb stuff and I, I, I just I love it. I think that's great. I... <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't know what episode. It's It's probably not even in season one. It probably is in a later season. So I'm not sure if I want to do it. I'm the okay. one when they help the rat. Oh, wait. When they help the rat. I don't. Oh, Hold yeah. Up. They, they, uh, that, that's season two. No, no, no. She just, she said she just watched. Um, the one that I debate 101. Maybe it was environmental uh, challenge. Oh yeah, it was the one where like Troy was afraid of the rat. Yeah, maybe that's because I remember yeah, that one. one I, because I'm... remember he gets stuck in the vent, and they send yeah. in like the. But I don't know what season that is. Um, I yeah, I don't remember which one that is. Yeah, I they sing to actually. So fun fact, you know what song they're singing? Hmm. Um, so it's from the American tale. Five O goes West. Oh, okay. That's it's funny. the song he sings it's about a when, mouse. uh, when, whenever he's like somewhere out there. So like in the, the crazy thing, right? Whenever mm -hmm. Troy sings that song, it legitly got me like super mm -hmm. emotional for some unknown reason. Cause it was just like a thing of like a guy fighting his fears to help his friend find the rat just starts singing it. And he sings it so beautifully that I'm just like, what is happening? Why am I starting to tear up? And then it instantly diverted, which I think the show does amazing. When the rat runs up Troy's leg, it Troy's is like, ah, ah, it just starts screaming. Oh, it's so good. Oh my goodness. Mm. There's, there's just a lot of things that like, the show does great. So Austin, let's mm -hmm. move on. Let's, mm -hmm. I say, well, let's move on. We're, we're going to constantly <laughs> talk about how great the show is. That's just a, that's just yeah. the truth. Boston, what mm -hmm. is something or someone or something like that, that you feel like the show didn't do very well, or that you think just does not age very well. Cause this show did come out in like what, 2013 or 2010 or something like that. I don't actually, actually, 
I can just look it up. You go ahead and. Uh, I actually think it, well, this show aired in 2010. 2010. Okay, cool. Uh, yep. Well, yep. It well, it first aired in 2009. It was September 17th, 2009, when it aired. Um, so around that time when The Office was going on, also Breaking Bad was going on, and mm -hmm. Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. uh, like the first couple of seasons. So there's a lot of competitive shows out there at that time that people were watching uh hell on wheels and uh what was the other one sons of anarchy was also out too so there's a whole bunch of shows that people were watching around that time so i can understand why the ratings were the way they were um you know especially since streaming services are more available now you're going to see a decline in people watching television like that mm -hmm. uh because like most people don't own tv they just own like streaming services that have those shows on those but you have to get people to watch a show. It's just not like, oh, nothing's on. Let's watch a show. Yeah. So um, the only things that I have a problem with is there is one character that I do not like in this show. Uh, I thought I would, but ended up not liking. And that is Pierce Hawthorne. Mm -hmm. um, now, I'm not saying I didn't. I just like hate him, dislike him completely. He's kind of more of like sometimes he doesn't feel like he fits the group sometimes or they he tries a little bit too hard to be part of the group and it frustrates me and i just get angry about it i'm like stop just i get i get it but i also feel like sometimes but 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 i've learned that uh if you do stick with it pierce gets a little bit better like in the newest seasons that i've seen i like him better in these seasons uh compared to the old ones but the first couple th this season is really hard for pierce for me yeah. uh he, you know i, I will ask oh sorry go on sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you you know with with a lot of like pc stuff that's going on a lot of this would not fly today uh because some of the things that he does say in it is racist misogynist you know a lot of stuff and it's because he's a product of his time Mm -hmm. and um, I can understand that. Like, I can get that humor, but some people nowadays can't get that humor because they're just like, this is stupid. Um, so it's hard to write a character like that. So, um, fun thing, right? I actually mm -hmm. was having a conversation with a friend today where mm -hmm. we were talking about, like, characters that don't fly very well. Nice thing. And I actually praise community for this reason. Because you, you're 100% correct. Hoff... Pierce is supposed to be come off as a character that you don't actually like. The things that are funny about him is not what he says, but his unre unrealizing that it's not okay to say such things. And the group normally does the thing about down talking him or saying that's not right whenever he says stuff. Like one of the things is like he, uh, I forget what it is. Like he he calls Abed like a terrorist or something at one point yeah he calls and everyone's terrorist. just like whoa what the heck and he's just like there's nothing against him it's just what he is and he's just like my dad my dad's angry and because of that they think he hates america but he doesn't hate america he loves america he just hates uh america ways or something like but he's not a terrorist and it, it's the joke is supposed to be that pierce doesn't realize he's doing the stuff and the mm -hmm. one thing i pointed out in um to my friend that i'm like Characters like that can happen, but there's two things that need to happen. One, they grow and they get better at what they do. Mm -hmm. And two, they're not the main character and it's not glorified when they do that stuff. Yeah. And community does that. Because anytime Pierce does something or say something like anti-gay, um, racist thing, everyone instantly jumps at him for it. Mm -hmm. And 
also, he's not the main character. Like, you know, people make the joke about, like, Johnny Bravo is the next one to be canceled or whatever you want to call it. I'm like, that makes sense because Johnny Bravo is legitimately the main character of the show. He is mm. also this. It's not probably going to happen because there ain't no Johnny Bravo show coming back. Like, they're not going to bring that show back. It wouldn't fly today. That would just be a huge mess for Cartoon Network or whatever like that. But when you have characters that are being reintroduced and everything like that, of course they're going to be trimmed up or changed for the time. And Pierce is one of those things that I'm like, I think he would actually make it through. Like, people would like Pierce. Not like him because of what he does or what he is, but the fact that he's he's growing. There's an episode, I don't even know if it's season one, where, like, he legitly catches on to certain things. He's like, hey, you shouldn't say that. And everyone, like, kind of cheers him because it's like, hey, he grew. He knows better. And then he, like, backtracks in a different way. And you're just like, okay, he's still a super old boomer, essentially. So it's just how he is or whatever. But he's growing. And they also label him, like, he's not the most favorite person in the group. Most of the group don't like him or don't get along with him. And it kind of shows, like, hey, if you act this way, you're not going to be liked or enjoyed. Yeah. And that that's my one thing I, I will say about Pierce. Because I'm in the same boat. Pierce is my least favorite of the group, right next to Britta. Um, but the reason why I don't enjoy Britta is a different reason uh, than Pierce. But uh, Pierce is 100%. Like, he's like the old-fashioned cr- crude humor where the joke comes from saying something about other people. And the whole concept in the show that constantly happens is just... He says something that's very, like, ooh... And the group kind of looks at him and it's like, don't say that. And he's like, what? I'm just, I'm just saying stuff. And we all have people who are like that. And it, it's the humor doesn't sit with me because I don't, I'm not that type of person. But mm-hmm. to certain people, yeah, the humor would probably sit with them in a different way, manner. And then they would see the person get berated and they'd be like, why are they doing that to him? But I agree with you. I get very frustrated with him. I agree. He changes and he grows and he becomes better um for that matter um so for me another one of my least favorite character is Britta and the reason why is the uh, people said like it's like the Britta complex or something like that where the first like in the first season the first couple episodes Britta kind of comes off as this hardworking, trying to be a good student because of some things she messed up on and she's smart she quickly divulges into a dumb blonde slash trying to like be good yeah and so like she constantly is like she just comes off a lot of times as just not i just i just don't like her i don't like find her funny in a lot of things at least in this season season one i feel that way there's some there's some fantastic episodes with her later on and i agree um, mm-hmm. but just season one, she is probably my least favorite of the cast. Um, I personally love Shirley. You've to Nicole Brown. Like she <laughs> freaking get like, I, cause like, th- that's the funny thing, right? We talk about Pierce being like, quote unquote, I guess you could say like cancelable or whatever you want to call it because of mm-hmm. what he says and what he does. You have Shirley, who's kind of like on the other side with the whole like super strict anti uh super strict christian anti uh 
like other religions like there's a whole episode where she essentially says like yeah yeah we're going to have an inclusive christmas i'm going to impose my religion onto you guys and when everyone's like you shouldn't do that she's just like i don't understand why i think we all should know jesus christ blah 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 blah. and she's like fine we'll include everyone else and she finds out like everyone else at the table is like non-secular and whatnot and the one thing i do find funny in that episode is whenever jeff's just like i'm uh uh oh what's the term where it's like you don't know if there's a God, but you're not against it. You're not like atheist, but you're something else. Agnostic. He's like, I'm agnostic. And everyone uh, at the table mourns. They're like, oh, you're so like lazy and boring. That's a Jeff Winger thing. <laughs> and then meanwhile, you have Pierce over the right, who's like some like crazy cult uh, religion or whatever. And Shirley kind of is that way, but she's she comes at it as a different approach as someone who's trying to grow and learn. And so I, I, I like, Shirley also makes me laugh at so many things. So I can't even like, talk bad about that in that same way so yeah Brit is my second i'm just mm -hmm. like i just i just don't feel i don't get and like i'm able to let pierce pass a little easier and quicker because of the fact that that's yeah. kind of like the built of his character so no, i i'm with you on that i i really believe that britta is the other character that i really don't care too much about uh some of the things is, she's like that annoying trying to be good person yeah, uh, yeah. Like she tries too hard to be good because in reality she can't fix her own problems and uh so she tries to be good to offset it and there's characters like that in a lot of shows so it kind of like was like eh, okay whatever mm -hmm. um so i wasn't really i'm not really a big fan of britta uh i'm still not a fan of britta later on um i'm just i don't know We'll see. But yeah, I'd have to say Pierce and Britta are the ones that I don't really care about. But I can see other people liking those characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, I see that. And like, I'm okay. I respect them with that. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but I have to say, like, Abed and Troy are far the greater. There's episodes of Jeff Winger that are great. Um, but the cast, and, and Shirley's good, and I think Annie's good too. I... The cast really works together. I, I, the more, the more seasons we get into, cause right now this is obviously season one, but the more season we get into Annie quickly jumps up in my favorite list. Just mm -hmm. be just, just, I'm just going to be honest about that. Like oh, she, no, I'm starts, with you on that. she starts as someone that I'm just like, ah, I could leave and take her. Um, she makes funny comments and everything. Her dynamic to the group makes sense, but mm -hmm. she also makes me very frustrated in different episodes oh, yeah. or scenes. So but then There's... she just she gets better and i'm like the the show i feel like just keeps getting better every every mm -hmm. season uh, yeah yeah so. no i'm i'm with you like um i still am hooked to it uh there is mm -hmm. you know the the thing that is awesome really awesome about the show that i love is you know the special guests that are on the show uh you know it, it's surprising uh, there's sometimes where like I've laughed so hard and I'm just like, oh my gosh. And the thing is, is like if you guys are looking to watch this show, just realize is if you have the same interests as us, when we were just describing some of the scenes, we were laughing because we yeah. clicked in our head like I remember this. And you know, it's it's still funny. Like I, I seriously will keep this in a show where I just loop it. Yeah, like it. It will be one of those looping shows, and you, I you, hope. Oh, sorry. Oh no, I, I, and I hope. <laughs> yeah, I just hope that you know later on, um, you know, 
how how I'm uh, I'm a fan of when a show realizes that it needs to come to an end, and I haven't watched to that point yet, but I've know that the show is coming to an end at a certain season because you know you look up that kind of stuff. But what I like about that kind of mentality with people that write shows is they know that there has to be an end at some point. And some shows don't do that, <laughs> Simpsons, and it kind of makes it stag stagnant. And the jokes become repeatable and stuff like that. So I think what I've watched so far of these seasons, and the first season speaks volumes, is it sets up a great cast, and it sets up a lot of good characters to make me want to want another season. Like... You know, after I was done watching an episode, I was like, okay, it's like three o'clock in the morning. I could watch one more. Oh, yeah, yeah. That happened you know? so many times. And and that's how I feel with a lot of shows like that. It's hard when a show can just make me binge. And what's very likable about this binging is, one, they're 20-minute episodes. Bingeable. Uh, you, know, you know, there's only been one show that, like, I've literally binged and binge-watched it through a whole week like i would it was like the it was a revolving around my life show and that was breaking bad of course but like what i'm saying is is this show is like a close second i've never sat down and just kept watching a show even though i had to get up and go to work at like 11 you know it'd be like four o'clock in the morning i'm like uh i gotta i gotta go to work but there's I could watch one more episode. Um, you know, and even when I don't the, the other thing that I say is this is sometimes I fall asleep. And I get upset at myself. So I take the time to go back and see what I missed, even mm -hmm. if the episode is like only halfway. So that means a lot to me as a show. If I really want to see what's going on, that means I don't want to miss what happened. Because it's funny, and I enjoy it, and it's entertaining. And I think season one is a really good season for people that are looking for a like a comedy show. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's hard to write comedy. It's really hard to write comedy in a, sh like, a time period like this. And it's because people just, they, they demand more of it. And I think that this show does a lot of good because I keep one of coming back to it. Like, it's just so good and i recommend the show to anyone uh the only things that i will say about this show is you'll see in the beginning season that you know like most first seasons is there's not a lot of money funneled into it uh, so they have to come up with ideas to keep people interested so they can't do things so ridiculous which is fine and then, you know, it gets more extravagant by the seasons go by because of, you know, ratings and stuff like that. You, you want to know, you want to know a fun thing that was actually talked about in their podcast, the mm. darkest timeline. That's mm. actually reversed of what happened. Really? Yeah. So their, their first couple seasons, they actually had some decent budget and the budget just kept dropping each year. Mm. And so that's why, like they, they mentioned, like in the first season, you see them outside walking around and whatnot. Because they were able to go outside for that. In later seasons, they stopped going outside except for like a small chunk of an area. And so um, 
a lot of the episodes they had to create in like their space and the prop design people freaking killed it because you don't really notice it as you go on and mm. it was it was crazy like it's great um fun thing the the one thing i i did want to mention right there austin so you, you mentioned about the whole like knowing when things should end and everything of that sort I don't know if it's season one, but in one of the season, Abed, you find out, is a big fan of a show called um, Cougar Town, which is a real show. It's a real actual show. Um, and he's like super into it, loving it and everything. And they find out at some point, like it's going to, it, it's canceled or something like that. And he is distraught or, or in some way, I, I don't remember if it's distraught or whatever, but something happens where it's like, oh, it's coming to an end. And Abed's losing himself. Um, or no, wait. No, no, that's not it. Basically, he loves this show, and someone says, like, oh, it's it's going to be over here soon, and Abed just can't handle it. And Troy looks at me, he's like, remember what we said, Abed? Remember what we said? He's like, yes, six seasons in a movie. Six seasons in a movie. And that mm-hmm. is a joke that Dan Harmon made. Now, after all the seasons and everything, there's exactly six seasons to Community. And after they started doing this podcast, and they did that revision, they started to be another thing. They had Dan Harmon in the, the script reading as well. And one of the questions that someone had is like, hey, you know, we're all here. What about that movie? And Dan Harmon laughed and everyone laughed. And Troy even said, uh, uh, Don Glover said, he's like, I'd be down for it. Who's the biggest part of the thing where it's like, we have to, if Troy's on, has to be that. And Dan Harmon starts like talking about what it could be about and everything. And so there's hopes for a community movie and it would fit with the whole conundrum of six seasons of the movie. And that is a reoccurring joke throughout the series from that point on where it's like six seasons of the movie. And then that also transpired over to Rick and Morty when at the end, I think of season two or whatever, where Rick is like freaking out at Morty and he's just like nine seasons, nine seasons of the movie, Morty, nine seasons. Of the like he's <laughs> freaking out at him. That's where that joke comes from. That makes sense. And so I just, that, that's a very funny and interesting thing. And and they knew what they wanted. They're like, ah, we're going to end it and everything of that sort. And I, that'll be later. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it later whenever we mm-hmm. get to that point. But I agree. Um, sometimes when you end a show, you don't want to see it go. But you're also like, man, you left a great legacy. And I appreciate that. And this is the start of a great legacy. I definitely encourage people to continue watching. Um, speaking of which, next week, Austin, we're mm-hmm. going to do community season two. Oh yeah i'm super excited uh spoilers for people there is good episodes <laughs> spoilers that i was just looking at the list of uh yep. episode tiles and i like instantly i'm like season two one of my favorite episodes and i'm like crap season five i mean episode five one of my favorite episodes and i just yeah. i kept clicking through and i'm like season two is like mwah, beautiful season and i yeah, highly I w- recommend it i was gonna say season two is probably season two and three so far have been my favorite uh you know the christmas episode this season is yes. one of my favorite episodes kills it love and it. i'd have to say episode 14 uh it's called advanced dungeons and dragons yes when you guys watch that this week you guys will realize oh this is one of austin's favorite episodes Wait, um i'm not sure if you're looking up the same one that's mm-hmm. not season two yeah season two episode 14 no that's that's early 2001 century romantics mm-hmm. am i yeah season two yeah 
Because I know exactly what episode you're talking about, but that's not... Oh, you know what? Mm. There's 24 episodes in season two, right? Uh, There's 24, yeah. Yeah. So um, Netflix removed that episode. Because I remember there was controversy oh, with the episode. Man, why? It's because I, of well, Senior Chain. Well, but we'll, we'll talk about it um, next time. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there, there's a reason but, for it. But it is on Hulu. It's so on Hulu. Watch that episode. I still think it's episode. one of my favorite episodes. I definitely agree with you. It's one of mm-hmm. my favorite episodes. But that beginning part, people were kind of like, uh, don't know about that. And so Netflix just decided, hey, we're going to get rid of certain stuff. That's going to be one of the things that we get rid of. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to see that episode, you do have to go on Hulu. Because like, oh, they they actually removed it from Hulu last week. Oh, I just that's a piece up. of trash. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I, I know like the reason for it, and I understand the reason for it and everything. I just wish yeah, they would have, too. I don't know, oh, trimmed and, it or something. And episode nineteen is yes, episode nineteen is another one. Episode nineteen, critical film studies, is yes. it, it is there. It's great. And... I, I I will say instantly for the people who care, episode fourteen um intermediate documentary filmmaking that for me had me lolling in so many ways um <laughs> but yes so next week we're doing community season two please feel free to watch the episode uh watch the season if you are following along if you've already watched it hey you can just listen next week as we uh do this um we'll be live on twitch at 10 o'clock on sunday nights eastern Standard time please feel free to join us um, as we're going to do that, once we are done with community, we're going. I'm just going to announce it now so people know. We are moving on to Breaking Bad. Um, community was something I asked Austin to watch. Breaking Bad is something something Austin has asked me to watch. It's a very um, dark, gritty show. I naturally do not tend to like those shows, but I can because you know I liked Game of Thrones. But that was more of a story piece that I liked, which Austin also told me to watch too. Um, so I, I have hopes. I know I'll, I'll probably end up liking it or at least liking certain aspects of it. Um, but it's something for me to, to get into and start watching once we get to that point. I won't do it now because mm-hmm. I actually want to watch every episode, every, uh, every season every, that week. So mm-hmm. that way I'm going in with my thoughts and my predictions for the next season. So anyone oh, who's man, watched it, so it's going hard great. for me. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing, like for people who've watched uh, Breaking Bad, they're going to be like, no, he's definitely looked up the stuff if I get things right. And then I make certain yeah. statements. They're like, oh, he's a freaking idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And, yeah. and I'm excited for that. Um, that's great. But that that will happen after Community. So next week, mm-hmm. Community, yeah. season two. Austin, where can people find yeah. you as we sign on out? Okay, so you can actually find me on TikTok on private car parts. I do TikToks randomly. Uh, I do funny TikToks where, like, you know, I react to things. This week I did a TikTok on uh, what's uh, one thing that will make people upset about gaming. And I ex- I said that, uh, you know, I was a huge fan of Assassin's Creed, but they have overstayed their welcome. Uh, I also said that Madden is just a game that you buy every year that's the same game. And Modern Warfare is, well, Call of Duty is Call of Duty still every game. Um, but you can so, find me there on at Private Car mm-hmm. Parts. <laughs> on tiktok okay cool 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 yeah um, and um yeah keep going you have anything else you, you can also check out um i am i do a lot of film uh i haven't done it this year because of corona of course of covid and covid has really put a damper on this 
But I'd really like you guys to go over to uh, the Facebook page, Just Buried Productions or Just Buried Entertainment and give that like. Um, I do help with uh, my buddy Todd Wolfenson, which you introduced me to mm-hmm. when we went and saw the Evil Dead musical. Um, I've helped him on films. I produced uh, a movie called uh, Batshit, which is coming out hopefully by this Halloween with Corona. Yeah, it's been Corona really hard editing. Has destroyed editing. people. Yeah, so we're trying really hard. And then we have a lot of movies that are coming up that we have been working on and writing and stuff like that. And they do a YouTube series called Horror Avengers every Friday, him and Matt. And uh, it's really good. I just watched a new one. And you guys could check that out. That would really appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, and I'll be on that show once in a while too. So Awesome. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, I'm Josiah. You're at my Twitch channel. I stream my Wednesdays. Fridays and now Sundays uh, with uh, bros and shows. So feel free to stop by if you're first time viewing or whatnot. Hey, hit that follow button. If not, hey, you do you. That's important, right? Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by. All right. For doing this community. I can't wait to see you next week yeah. as we do season two, which is probably one of my favorite episodes. So, yep. Again, everyone, thank you so much for stopping by, and we'll see you next week. 